OTB. Probably days we were questioning maybe whether this would ever happen first. So now I know, as I said, it's special and it'll be all undone. Is the only thing if you don't get over the line next week. So um, everything knows is riding on that one. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Off the ball daily. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. On the way, Wales head coach Warren Gatland has reinforced his coaching staff. There's another doping scandal at schools level in South African rugby. But first, Brian O'Driscoll says change is required to the current format of the Heineken Champions Cup. This weekend sees the penultimate round of pool fixtures with 24 teams set to be whittled down to just 16 over the coming fortnight. Speaking to Nathan Murphy this afternoon, O'Driscoll said the current format doesn't cut it compared to his playing days, but hinted that change may be in the offing. There was no, certainly nothing wrong with the um, with with the group stages previously. Some people will say, oh, there were dead, dead rubbers in in rounds kind of four and five and yeah and that is inevitable in in any group stage where you're going to have some teams that capitulate because they lose the first two but because in reality you needed to win four of six group matches to qualify on one occasion um, a team qualified with three so knowing that you had to win four meant you had to send out your best team you know six times whereas now you know, you look at last year's competition, Connacht qualified with one victory. Um, now, granted, they did, amazingly, they did have three try bonuses in losing games and, and had um, three losing bonus points as well. So they did manage to get 10 points. But you can't have, you know, in four games, a team winning once and, and qualifying for a knockout competition Europe's top tier competition that just doesn't equate for me so I, I you know we spoke to Dominic on the uh, on Sunday um, on, in, on BT and he was very open and, and honest about looking at all the different avenues you know, uh, try, you know the incorporation of the South African teams have changed um, the dynamic of Europe an awful lot um, and so I, I think they realise that it's imperfect currently what was brought in for uh, for COVID, I, I don't think is a long long term fix. So um, watch the space to see what comes of it. Uh, whether it's reduced numbers, twenty four teams then sixteen qualifying from twenty four. You know, it's it's it, it's not working at the moment, and it, and it has been diluted a little bit, um, no doubt from from the the, the pump days. Um, so hopefully they come up with a new strategy in the coming years and and I'm sure they will do because it's just lost a little bit of its prestige. There's much more from Brian O'Driscoll including when he was approached to join Munster elsewhere in the OTB rugby feed. Now the fallout from Owen Farrell's ban continues. The England out half looks likely to be cleared to play in the Six Nations opener against Scotland after being handed a four-week ban for a dangerous challenge on Jack Clement that will become three if he attends tackle school. On Wednesday night rugby Keith Wood wasn't too keen on those kinds of loopholes. I, look, uh, we said this at the first one at the start of the season. We just said, could rugby stop eating itself alive? Could it stop doing daft things? So we now have a loophole that's built into this, which plays into the minds of the conspiracy theorists in terms of what's happening with the game or not with the game, that it depends on which game is a true game or not. And I'm going to say back in the not too distant past, Four weeks was four weeks, irrespective of what was happening in there. There can be an element one week taken off. Absolutely fine. I've no issue with it. I think the idea of tackle school for a seasoned international seems to be a little bit daft. 
the one good part of that is if if he re uh, infringes, mm. um, they pretty much throw the book at you because you've already been to tackle school. You don't go back there again. So, <laughs> but look, I just think it's a bit clunky. Yeah. So that's the way I would look at it. The process is the process, but the process is far from perfect. Keith Woods not happy, but speaking on this morning's OTBAM, the BBC's rugby union correspondent Chris Jones said tackle school does have its merits. We can't lament technique and then when there is um, something brought in to try and improve technique, you know, dismiss it as being, you know, a little bit trivial or, 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 or a little bit futile. I think on the whole, it, you know, they're not sitting in a classroom as such. They're going and working with a coach, showing some videos, talking through their technique. I know a few people have done it. And actually, the reoffending rate is pretty low. So, yeah, I think we've maybe got to give this tackling school initiative a bit of a chance. I do understand why people are saying, oh, it's just a way to reduce bands, mitigation, tackle school. A six-week tackle comes down to two. I definitely see that argument. And I definitely see the argument that it's getting really confusing about what counts as meaningful matches. Unions, clubs, I mean, trying to game the system for ages on this trying to say oh that's a a seven aside game we're playing in training that's meaningful and the panel have to be really really careful not to fall for that for that trick and there have been a few instances in england of a player um getting off you're getting a two-week ban and then arguing that two matches in the same week both count they've never played in both so that's something the panel have always got to be aware of but when it comes to tackling school yeah i think maybe we've got got to give it a chance and he is 31 and i suppose on the one hand we can't go he needs to improve his technique but also say, oh, here's here's something that's come in to try and improve his technique. Let's just, just, just throw it out the window. So we'll see how it goes and we'll see if it has any bearing on Farrell's technique in the future. The Six Nations is to get the Drive to Survive treatment. Netflix has announced this afternoon that cameras will be with all six sides during this year's competition with a view to airing the results in 2024. The success of Formula One's Drive to Survive has led to similar efforts being produced inside the worlds of elite tennis and golf. Wales head coach Warren Gatland has recruited Alex King and Mike Forshaw to be part of his backroom team. Forshaw has left Johan van Graan's bath to become defence coach, while King has been appointed attack coach. They replace Stephen Jones and Gethin Jenkins, respectively. Wales opened their Six Nations campaign against Ireland in Cardiff on February the 4th. Now, South African rugby has been rocked by another drug scandal at schools level. Three young players have been suspended after testing positive for banned substances during last year's South Africa Schools Craven Week tournament. Two of those players have been named, Lions prop Sifiso Magwaza, Free State hooker Coet Simodimo Kamo Mathibedi, while a third player's name has been kept private as he is a minor. The same Craven Week competition saw six players test positive in 2018. There were three positives in 2017, four in 2016, five in 2015 and three in 2014. Pierre Mignoni has reaffirmed his commitment to Toulon. The former France scrum half was a target for Fabien Galtier as he looked to replenish his backroom staff due to the impending departures after the World Cup to Stade Francais of both Laurent Labie and Karim Gazal. Laurent Sempere is to join the French coaching staff as forwards coach after the World Cup, leaving Stade, as mentioned in this podcast this week. And Galtier also wanted Mignoni to come on board at some point. That prompted Toulon President Bernard Lemaitre to call an emergency meeting on Monday, at which Mignoni was flatly asked about his plans. In response, Mignoni vowed to honour his contract, which runs until 2026. Gregor Townsend remains linked to the France setup as a potential attack coach appointee. Stade Francais head coach Gonzalo Quesada is also in the frame with his contract at Stade up in June. 
And finally, Japan international Tavita Tatafu is to join the top 14 side Bordeaux Begle after the World Cup. The 27-year-old Tonga native is currently plying his trade in his adopted home of Japan with the Suntory Sun Goliath. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all your rugby podcasts and to leave us all your positive feedback while you're there. I'll have team news galore ahead of this weekend's European action on tomorrow's Rugby Daily. Till then, take care.